Day four in France, take two. I did this this morning, and it, it's a, it's six o'clock in France, uh, 12, uh, 12 noon in New York City, and 11 o'clock in Tennessee, Crossville, Tennessee, where I hail from now. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The, the, something happened with the audio with the original I did this morning. It was just too low. I went by the window, maybe hoping that you people could catch some sounds from the, uh, the alleyway down, down, down the sh uh, from the window, and uh, it just it just came out all messed up, and I just scrapped the whole thing. Uh, the problem is uh, the second time doing these things, they're never as good as the first one. So I'm uh, in my room doing this one, and uh, O'Rage is outside with his sister. They're calling his mom, who's re they've recently put in like a retirement home. Uh, so, um, it's just me and you guys. Uh, okay, yesterday, uh, started out, we, uh, I still really haven't gotten no French cuisine, uh, you know, uh, so I, I wanted to get a, a lunch, so we went to a, a cafe, we chose a cafe, there's like three or four of them outside, and, uh, we sat down at the table, uh, and, uh, it was a packed, uh, but, Immediately, I noticed nobody was being served. Uh, you see how, how they do it. I figured this out now. And, uh, how they do this in France is uh, they'll set up. They'll set up for lunch. They start setting up at 12, right? Uh, same thing at 6. They'll set, start setting up at 6 for, for dinner. And they make all the tables real nice and stuff. And, you know, you come in you know, and you order. But if you come in. Like, say, we, we got there at, like, 2.30, 3 o'clock. You come in after 2. You ain't getting served, all right? Uh, the way the French do it is that they've been unionized at the waitresses and waiters, okay? And this is, uh, it's a problem. Somebody like my cousin who's a restaurant owner would be pulling his hair out. Uh, and they don't, they don't work for tips. And this is an example of where, where uh, yes, capitalism works far better than, than socialism, uh, when a waiter works with tips, they're far more efficient. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we have waiters in New York City that will blow anything in Europe away. Uh, they can recite the whole menu. Uh, you can tell them what your tastes are, and they will order for you. And, and these guys make hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day. You know, in France, they're on a fee. Even though the French may be better cooks, you, you're going to get better service in New York City. You're not going to get a real waiter waitress. Uh, so uh, we're sitting there. And uh, these people are next to us. There's like three of them. Uh, uh, one's a, well, it was a father, his son, and the son's a, a girlfriend, a mulatto girl. And uh, they're all eating. Uh, the son is a scrawny character, looking very angry. And he's cutting his steak tartare like he's angry at it. And, and uh, neither, none of them spoke a word to each other. It's kind of, you know, you could tell something was wrong. So... I'm not paying them much more money. I always look at people around me, but then, you know, I, I get to what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm telling all rage, I, there's no service here. You know, they'll let you sit at the table. Yeah, you can sit at the table all you want. You're not going to get served. So a half hour went by almost. Uh, you know, people next to us finished their dinner or their, their lunch. Uh, and you know, I was about to just say, let's get the hell out of here. You know, we'll go, get, go to the Arabs. The Arabs always got food for you. You know, uh, and, uh, you know, I lit up a cigarette and um, I smoked it down. And, you know, the, uh, France is not like Germany, 
where they have an ashtray at every every corner in front of every store. Uh, and there are oh, cigarette butts all over the street. What they do is they come around in the morning, sweep them all up and stuff, you know. Uh, but you know, my habit is, even if I am in New York City where, where the sidewalk and the gutters are the ashtray and garbage receptacle, uh, I, I won't throw a cigarette butt in the street. Uh, I'll always find a convenient garbage pail and throw it in there. But, you know, I was kind of upset, uh, aggravated. So I couldn't get my French lunch. It was some kind of chicken dish that I wanted. Uh, I didn't flick the, without thinking, I just flicked the cigarette into the street. There was half a dozen cigarette butts laying there. A lot of people must have done that. And, uh, you know, the next thing I know, this scrawny little punk that's sitting next to me that just ate the steak tartare, he, he slams that cigarette butt down on my table, yelling, keep it, keep it. Uh, like he's, he, he was in a rage. He was in a rage. And I was like, I was shocked. I was shocked. You know, uh, is that my, is that my parameter for mistakes here? You know, uh, uh, it's like the vi vibes. Will, will, uh, uh, there's so many negative vibes along with the positive vibes that this is what's going to happen. I, I have a very, very small margin for mis making any mistakes. I know that. I know that. I, I figured that out at the airport. You know, I got safely taxed the train and, you know, uh, I know how to travel. And uh, I, I had to use all my skills to get the axe where, where I was picked up by a rage. But anyway, uh, then he goes and he sits down, back, sits back down. He's got his little doggy too and he starts petting it. And I just fixed him on the stair and I'm staring at him. He won't meet my eyes. And I, 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 I stared at him for about a minute. Or rage looked like he was going to die. He didn't know what I was going to do. So, after about a minute, I says to him, you know, that cigarette fell in my pants, and he ain't seen nothing. I says, uh, he says, uh, and he's like, whoa, whoa uh, you don't, we don't throw cigarettes in the street here. And he says, there's cigarette butts all over the street. What are you talking about? And I picked one up, and I says, what's this? What's this? I says, you know, uh, if you had told me, if you came to me like a gentleman and told me to pick that cigarette butt up, I would have. But right now, I think I'm going to kick your ass. I said, what do you want? You want to fight me? He didn't say nothing. He didn't get up. And he, I said, you're acting like you want to fight me. Uh, so he didn't say nothing. So I just kept staring at him. And then, like, I jumped up abruptly to see if he'd jump up. He was going to get decked if he did. I even though it would have ruined my whole trip. He was going to get decked. Uh, so he, the guy was like 20 years old. He had arms like toothpicks, you know. I, 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 if I had hit him, he would have went to the fucking hospital and the general dames would have looked up my record and I would have been charged with attempted murder. But anyway, uh, I, I jumped up. He didn't do nothing. So I says, oh, Rage, let's go. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I, I said to him, don't ever go to America. I says, you try that in America and I guarantee you, you will never come back. Uh, and uh, he started to say, like that. And I says, what would you say? I says, you better just shut your mouth while you're ahead of the game. You didn't say nothing. And we walked away. So that's how the day began. Like I said, I got uh, all that negative energy. Where did this come from? Uh, you know, like I said, the cigarette butts all over the fucking street here. Uh, they sweep them up in the morning, but they're all, everybody does it. Uh, this is not Germany where they have a fucking ashtray in front of every store and everything. You know, in Germany, you don't do that. You don't do that. There's always an ashtray around in Germany. Not, not, not in this town, but don't. So anyway, uh, the day continued. It was uh, 
turned out to be a very nice day. I, I spent, uh, and I, I, he ruined my appetite, uh, you know, and so I spent a little while being angry, uh, and uh, we were going to a party at night. Uh, and uh, it, it, I, let me give you a little uh, uh, back back view or, or overview of the situation here in this town. Uh, it's uh, It was a dying town. It was a dying town. And about maybe 50 years ago, 40 years ago, between there, uh, a commune was started, uh, was started by uh, Algerian vets, uh, the French veterans of the Algerian war, that were just sick and tired of everything, you know, sick and tired of the capitalistic system. And uh, Orage's sister was one of the first members, uh, and she's like, uh, she's practically the mayor of this town, Huda, uh, she's inside. Uh, but in any case, uh, she coordinates all the artistic events and stuff. Uh, she's the one that put us on to the sax player that we saw the night before that I told you about. And, uh, uh, so they were having a big woke party. And uh, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the buildings was DJ Kike. I was like, I kind of see this. It's, it actually has on the, on the billboards, DJ Kike. I mean, that's the guy's, I guess he's a Jew making fun of the Jews that was on the comment. And uh, they had a couple of bands, one of them which Uda uh, uh, raves about, uh, which is uh, four Iranians. Uh, uh, I'll get to that. Uh, but, uh, I, we, I, you know, I have my reservations. Uh, you know, I keep telling you people I'm a liberal, I'm a socialist. Uh, and and I, uh, I, I am a national socialist. Uh, I, I, I live in probably in Crossville, Tennessee, which I, I think Banger is probably angry about that too. Uh, you know, uh, I, I've probably lost a bit of that, uh, you know, uh, my my uh, worrying about my fellow man. And I've adapted some some right-wing things, one of which is a complete disdain for the woke, uh, you know, a kill it with a stick type attitude. Uh, and I, I, you know, uh, I had my reservations about going to this thing, and I had no idea how big it was going to be. So... Uh, we we start out. It's about six o'clock at night, and uh, sh uh, she this commune is up on the top of the mountain over the, over this village, and it's like a vertical ride straight up this mountain. Man. And Orage, he's a really good driver. I, I mean, he can't park for shit. He parks like my grandmother, but uh, he can do 120 miles an hour on the autobahn uh, with no lights and. Uh, it's no problem for him for five hours at a time. Uh, he's, he's a great at high speed driving. But we're going, I felt safe with him, but we're going up this freaking mountain, and these roads are like, <laughs> I don't even, the cars have to go pull over to, to pass each other if you got oncoming traffic. And, and there's a sheer vertical drop of about a thousand feet off these roads on the left hand side, you know. Uh, and there's boulders. It's all over the all over the side. There's no guardrails. You make one wrong move, and you're you're taking a death plunge. You know. And we get up to the top of the mountain, and who is the first person we see? But Orage's niece, who he was once very close to, now rejects him because she thinks he's a brutish man. You know, uh, and and she's leaving because he's coming, I guess. And it's just like so weird because. Let me tell you, this thing was huge. Uh, there was like a few thousand people there. Uh, and and to run into her first, uh, it was like, is, is this some kind of, like like I say, uh, like, like, like 
Happy Paradise say, is is this a is this some kind of like it's synthetic? It's it's, it's a simulation, man. How could this be? Well, that's that's starting it off. Now the next person we see, there's a couple of people walking. A girl looks. She has a gorgeous body. She's got hot pants on, Walter. You know, uh, you know, from far away, she looks like great. And as we get up closer, she's like got a beard. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, went on from there. We we went into the party. We got some pizza made with goats. They make all their own food. They sell it. This is a big event they run, and this was the 50th anniversary, and. Uh, they, they make the money to support the uh, autistic endeavors of the commune and stuff uh, through, the, through this event. Uh, I had no idea how many people, I thought it was going to be a little small event like the night before, not there's thousands of people. Uh, and, you know, I got to tell you, uh, and then me and Rage had a long talk. And, uh, I feel maybe, maybe uh, I, I, I need to reevaluate my position on the local a little bit. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm talking maybe too much like a fucking Trump tart or a MAGA, you know. Uh, these people are harmless. I, I mean, you know, Rach told me some of them are Trotskyists, uh, and they're politically involved. But my main priority is to force the arts. Uh, so they have a, uh, they farm, they have uh, animals, uh, and uh, so this this property was donated to them by by a successful artist and. Uh, They've made a go of it all, but you got to see this amphitheater they built. That uh, it's built out of boulders, and uh, it's it's insane looking. I don't know how they did it. Uh, Rage says they used draft horses. Uh, it looks like you had to have used heavy machinery to do this. Uh, I mean, that seating for about a, probably five hundred people, and the rest was standing room. Uh, but it was like, you know, if I had to describe it, it was like a modern version of Woodstock, man. Everybody got along, little kids running around, healthy looking, everybody's healthy looking. Uh, you know, there was no hard drugs there. Uh, you smelled some pot, but they were selling beer and everything. And uh, uh, everybody was happy, man. Uh, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I have no problem with any of this. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, I, I find it preferable to uh, uh, the, the mentality of a... Of a uh, say the Bible Belt in America, where the whole uh, 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 culture revolves around church and a fake God, Jesus, the dead Jew on a stick. Uh, these people are out to, to, to create things. Uh, they're all very creative. Uh, some of the art's great, some of it's garbage, you know. Uh, and we sat there. Uh, we waited. Uh, we seen the first concert. That was pretty hokey. Some girl with rabbit ears. Uh, Chomping at that, she was chomping out rap music in French. Uh, rather pathetic after seeing a great saxophonist and guitarist the night before. Like this is fucking music, you know. But you know they were having fun. Uh, so the next group is these 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 four Iranians, a family, and oh, they were great. They were fun. You know, the CDs, the flute player, and the it was they had a female vocalist and an Iranian. And her range, she went from like Indian sitar music to Irish ballads. Uh, it was unbelievable. Her range, and then French ballads and, and an Irish ballad that Bill's uh, Bill's wife. She likes Irish ballads. And I've heard this many times on his. Uh, she plays uh, plays it on his house. She's got a big stereo system for outside, and, and she's she her voice was enthralling, enchanting. 
And, uh, you know, we had five or six beers. We went home and we killed, <laughs> we killed like a, over three, a three quarters of a bottle of vodka. It went down uh, in shots. And uh, we got, I didn't wake up till 11.30 this morning. So my point being that these people are actually adding to the community. Uh, they've actually revitalized this village. It's a thriving tourist attraction now. They're producing, they're producing food. And most importantly of all, they're producing art, which is, is what they live for. Well, third, third generations, uh, the kids may be a fourth generation here. Uh, and, uh, you know, their, their politics are totally left wing. But, uh, what, what, uh, I, like I said, uh, their main uh, goal is, is to produce art. Everybody's artist or an aspiring artist. Uh, their lives are very hard. Uh, but uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. I could never live that way. Uh, and thanks to my, my, uh, my listeners, I don't have to. Thanks to you people. Thank you again. Uh, but uh, what, what, I, I have to ask you, uh, what, what is, let me, here's a little French word for you. What is the reason, the Atran, of existence for any culture, any civilization, any society, is its production of art? If you go back to Rome, to the medieval ages, to the Medici's, to the, to the popes, to the people who financed great artists like Michelangelo, Da Vinci, uh, we, I could go on and on. Uh, they were all, and, and what do they remember? The Medici's are remembered for the artists they financed, not for how much money they made. Uh, if a billionaire or somebody who is extremely successful uh, cannot, cannot take that money and invest it in art, then that, that billionaire has no raison d'être to exist. And I say, into the fucking gas chambers with them and take their money. They're useless. I need, they need a 400-foot yacht to cruise around the Mediterranean or, or the Bahamas. They need to fly back and forth to, 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 to Davos to see what else they can take from us next, to, to see how, how, how they can squeeze the working people a little bit more. No, they have outlived their usefulness. No more castles, no more yachts, no more billionaires. They have, instead of financing the arts, they have went full, 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 full card Monty into censorship, into, uh, uh, into trying to, to mold society to fit what they want, which is cheap labor, uh, a, a push-button controlled civilization, uh, 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 devoid, devoid of any human soul. And they are the enemy, not the woke. Uh, and, you know, if we allow ourselves to be swayed by, by the, the people like that, that, that put out the media, these, 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 like Rupert Murdoch and the, the rest of them, uh, to, 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 to hate each other. Everything's about polarization, you know. Everything's about uh, fostering this, this left-right paradigm. Uh, 
uh, blacks must hate the whites, the whites must hate the blacks, the, the, the uh, uh, libertines must hate the uh, conservatives, uh, and the media is only used for that. You think the media is ever going to take a book like I wrote and, 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 and ever, ever give something like that a, a foothold? No, no. The media is, is deliberately rigged to destroy any kind of work, real work of art that might uh, just look around you. Look around the front, look around the factories and stuff. And these, these, not factories, we don't have factories in America, but look around the office buildings and the artwork. Somebody, somebody welded together some tin and, and there's the sculpture in front of the factory. I mean, if civilization ever recovers or the human race ever recovers, they're going to look at these artifacts and say, well, these people must have been brain damaged. They must have been brain damaged. And this is what they've done. This is what they've done. So, in my estimation, the woke have probably done more to preserve the human soul than, you know, your, your uh, Christian nationalists. Uh, uh, the biggest joke now is they'd like to make Hitler uh, into a Christian. Uh, Hitler was a Magi, trained by Magi. Uh, his best friend was on Alistair Crowley's main disciples. It's in the book. It will be in the next chapter. Uh, and it was anything but Christian. He once said, I'll, I'll, I, I will stomp Christianity like a toad. You idiots. You idiots. Christian religion has been used to just... Uh, you've given, it's, 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 it's a theological lobotomy. A theological lobotomy. And now they've played off of that. Uh, and I, for one, would prefer to live with the woke than to live with uh, these type of people that identify Christian identity and, and uh, uh, as Jesus, 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 it is all they know how to say. Jesus, the dead Jew on a stick. Uh, Jesus, my ass. Now, multiculturalism. Uh, I saw it work last night. I saw it work last night. These people were black, they were uh, uh, Middle Eastern, and they were all, they not only just got, got along, it was like a love between them, and they were all working together. Uh, at that point, yes, diversity very well may be a strength. It very well may be a strength. But, okay, now here comes the but. Now, me and Rachel had a long talk about this. Uh, they've allowed themselves to be co-opted by the globalists. And much of their, their politics now is, is in uh, coordination with the globalist agenda. Uh, seemingly, uh, they blame uh, working people, uh, you know, uh, because you, you, the working people are the ones that are snarling at them, uh, you know. They embrace catchword phrases, uh, uh, platitudes like racist, anti-Semitic, uh, Nazi, Nazi, that's my favorite. They don't even know what a Nazi is. A Nazi is closer, the closer to the style of life they were. Actually, the, the, the German National Socialists, they were communes. They were the ones that invented communes. Uh, and, and they throw this word around like they think they know what they're talking about. Uh, and uh, they don't realize that the entire media, they're very naive, has been co-opted to, to use them, to use them as a wedge to drive uh, between uh, the, the left-right paradigm and uh, create what eventually is going to be a civil war. 
And what's going to happen? And I'll make you a little prediction now, as even in places with, as libertine as France, right-wing demagogues will arise, like Trump did in America, and they will uh, they will polarize polarize the right wing. They 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 will weaponize it. And they will round these people up, and they will put them in camps. And uh, you 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 know your transvestites and stuff. But they they will be executed. I, would you like? Would anybody like to wager me that that is going to be the end game that they play? Because I see it coming. I see it coming. And I'm not going to play into that anymore. Uh, myself, myself. Uh, as far as embracing Trotsky, Trotsky was a mad dog murderer. Uh, Stalin knew what he was. Many Russians knew what he was. Stalin had him pursued to Mexico. And the assassin was not even allowed to shoot Trotsky. Even though Trotsky had a gun when the assassin came for him. The assassin had to use an ice pick on him. Because that's the way Stalin wanted him to die. Like the dog he was. Uh, because Stalin knew what he was. No, Trotsky is a fucking mass murderer. Like that, he's, he's the mass murderer you were told Hitler and Stalin were. Uh, they, again, very naive. Very naive. But that doesn't mean we, we, we make them our enemies. That means we educate them. And we can't do that. We can't do that. As long as scumbags like the Rockefellers and billionaires that are superfluous, superfluous to our civilization, continue to control the media, to control who says what. We have to get rid of them. And I, I believe a bloodbath is absolutely necessary. And I don't want, I, I want to come back in a hundred years and I don't want to see a billionaire on the face of the earth unless, unless they are contributing to the arts. As the Medici's and all the Fugas, all the other ones from the from the, 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 the medieval times did. If they cannot do that, then, like I said, they've outlived their usefulness. Uh, the woke. Capitalism is the enemy. There is only one form of government that will ever work, and it has to be some form of socialist government. And if we take the 25 points and the examples of the Germans in, in the 30s before, before Shlomo declared war on them in 1933, we will see the only system that has ever worked, the only political system that has ever worked for the benefit of the citizens, that's, that's why they've trained the woke to say Nazi, like a parrot in a cage. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. You know, it's like kicking yourself in the ass, you know, with your foot, back, back foot. Uh, that's what they're doing every time they mount that turn. Uh, so uh, that's that's my my uh, I, I, that's what I've learned from last night, and, and uh, reevaluating what I'm seeing, I, I, you know, on second thought, you know, all these uh, uh, transvestite story hours and stuff like that. Who's staging this stuff? How many how many homosexuals and lesbians really want that? I I, I think it's like not even one percent. Who's financing it? Don't you understand? This is a deliberate ploy. This are those pictures with people waving dildos in front. They're actors. They're actors. And they're paid. They're paid. They're paid by people like Rockefeller and the Murdochs and the garbage. The garbage that puts their treasure in the Cayman Islands. They have to die. 
I am telling you that right now. Uh, that's enemy number, well, the black goo is enemy number one, which was unleashed by them, as you've seen in recent tapes. They considered it a business arrangement they had with this black goo. Yes, it was a business arrangement. That's what they called it with that 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 uh, tape I gave you from Al, Al, Alex Newold. It was referred to as a business arrangement, the Falklands War and procuring that black goo. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. Human souls are very complicated. I got news for them, I should say. Human souls are a very complicated thing. And many, many civilizations that have arisen and been destroyed before that were not human. But that and that was their problem. That was their that was their Achilles heel. They were not human. The human soul is not located in the body. Some of you have not been affected by it. Many of you have not been affected by it. And it is your job to rise up and save civilization. And I'm talking to Eastern Europeans too, who, are, who still have, uh, their men still have the balls to do it. Uh, maybe we can learn something from them. Whether they be Ukrainian or Russian, their men are men. Uh, and uh, I don't care. I don't care if, you, if you're, you're a homosexual. Doesn't mean you can't be a man. Doesn't mean you can't be a man. Uh, and you don't have to stop being men. Now, getting back to my uh, trip to France, uh, we will be going to Monsica soon. Uh, right now, we are waiting on John Valentine Lee. He's lost in transit somewhere. Romaine has volunteered to guide us for a few days. Uh, and uh, we have people we're meeting that are hiking on the Pyrenees Mountains right now. A group. Uh, and we have established a network uh, with this commune, uh, which is led by our Rage's sister. And uh, we'll be going and staying over there. And I will be going to Monsica. And uh, I'll be taking this this evil wind that has been blowing that nobody knows where it came from since I got here. I'll be taking that with me. I'll see you in Monsica, son. Grand Orient. My problem with you is your misinterpretation of people like Gundajev, of Crowley, of the Magis, and they bring with me the weight of Otto Ron and the Grail.